Welcome to Joy in Learning, a podcast from the Harley School in Rochester, New York. We're an independent school for nursery through grade 12, where there's always lots of interesting learning going on for us to share with you. This episode is the second in our series about risk-taking at Harley. This time I'm talking to Linda Foster, middle school drama teacher, about how taking risks and opening yourself up to challenging situations presents itself in the middle school and how she helps her students through those scary moments using mindfulness practices. Enjoy! I'm here with Linda Foster, middle school drama teacher, and our topic today is uh, risk-taking in the middle school. Uh, But I want to start by just having you introduce yourself, uh, tell us how long you've been here and, and what you do. Terrific. Hi, I'm Linda Foster. I'm happy to be here. I am the middle school drama teacher here at the Harley School. Uh, I also incorporate uh, mindfulness in my curriculum, so I um, am eager to to talk about that as well and how that has an effect on on kids. Uh, I have been here, I think this is my 10th year teaching middle school drama. I know, I say wow myself. Uh, Time has flown by, and I am in charge of teaching drama to 5th, 6th, 7th, and 8th graders, as well as putting on a middle school production each year. Okay, great. So I guess let's get right into it. Um, You and I have had conversations before this uh, about risk-taking in the middle school and what that looks like. Uh, As the parent of an 8th grader, um, (laughs) I, I know that this time is really hard for them Mm -hmm. to sort of put themselves out there emotionally. Um, Mm -hmm. How do you see that taking place and how do you foster that um, in this age group? Mm -hmm. It's a really good question. Um, It's a wonderful age group, the the middle school developmental years, because every day you may encounter a different person. As you know, being a father, uh, your daughter is probably different every single day, emotionally, socially, physically, uh, they're, they're changing. And, and being an artist, that's what I love about teaching the middle school, because it's new every day to me. And how do we nurture that in them? I think one of the biggest places in the middle school where we see kids take a giant leap of faith or uh, a big risk is in the performing arts and that's where where I work Um, we ask the kids I personally in in theater and in drama class I ask the kids to do everything from stand up as a 10 year old in fifth grade and recite their first monologue in front of the class um, to having them be a, a memorized and leading role in a one-act play in seventh grade, to speaking at assemblies, performing at assemblies, and then the big thing, to audition and participate in some capacity in the middle school production each year. Um, Again, at this age, um, peer support uh, can sort of Mm -hmm. come and go. Mm -hmm. Um, How do you help them to support each other uh, and again sort of create a space where it's okay for them to take these emotional risks right I think the first thing that we try to do myself and my team is create a safe container a safe environment so if we're specifically talking for instance let's talk about the middle school production is how do we create a safe environment for them to be able to take a risk take that first step audition for something that they clearly see looks like fun it looks like a good time hanging out with their friends they get to sing maybe they get to act they get to act crazy Uh, it's an after-school activity they get recognition from parents and family yet there's this 
big step in the beginning where they have to audition. And so I think we've thought through how do we create that safe environment for them. And I think we created a safe environment throughout the entire process. Beforehand, through um, workshops and practicing the material and setting clear boundaries on behavior and respect with each other to the audition process, the day of the auditions, the week of the auditions, the the getting ready to go into the room, being in the room, and then the results of what happened in the room, supporting and being there for them through that. And then afterwards, um, by taking that leap, by taking that chance, what happened? May, and do I, do I feel okay with the results of what happened? So then the big question is, how do we do that? How do we create that safe environment for them before, during, and afterwards? And I think uh, a lot of it is setting clear boundaries. Um, we talk a lot about respect, respect for yourself by taking good care of yourself as well as respect for um, the process by making sure that you are are practiced, you're well aware of the material. Um, we give them an audition workshop so that they feel that they're capable of taking this, this step. And then during the audition process, um, making sure that they are supported in the room. We don't ever ask anyone to, to audition by themselves if they're not comfortable. So um, giving them the support of a group audition. And then afterwards, um, giving them the support about the result. Uh, well, I didn't get cast in the leading role. Um, or I did get cast in the leading role. What does that mean? Um, how was the process? So you mentioned result a couple times. Um, mm-hmm. Failure is, is, I think, the 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 thing that creates the fear that fear of mm-hmm. uh, quote unquote failure mm-hmm. um, how do you help kids through that when there is some sort of failure some sort of lockup um, in in a performance right. sometimes you you have to just let them be you have to let them sit with the with the idea that they didn't get the end result that they wanted. Whether we call it failure or not, I don't really like that word because I think throughout there was a process. Well, did I did I show up for the audition workshop, for instance, keeping the same example of the middle school production? Did I show up for the audition workshop? Did I take my materials home? Did I keep them in a safe space and a safe spot? Middle schoolers eternally lose their things. That's part of our teaching. Did I keep it somewhere where I could go back and practice it? Did I um, give myself the proper self-care with getting enough rest and and using my calming techniques that Mrs. Foster always talks about so that I'm able to go into the room in a calm, grounded state? And then when I'm in the room, that's the toughest part. It's the toughest part for, for any of us as performers. We always sort of need to practice not judging ourselves during an audition. Um, but, but hopefully at this age, I want them to know that it's, it's not that we're judging them, that we're helping them with this whole feeling of what it, likes, what it feels like to be at an audition. And then afterwards, having, working with them so that they understand the process. Well, was I prepared? Did I keep my papers in, in, in check? Did I appear and look nice? And, and, and did I have poise uh, at my audition? If I didn't, it's okay. I was there and I took the risk. Did anyone hurt me because I, I didn't do well at the audition? Um, certainly not the adults. Certainly adults that are present are there for support. And then 
the result itself. I don't like to look at it as a failure. I like to look at it as it, how did I grow? What did I learn from this? And in middle school, what I tend to do is I want everyone involved in the production somehow, no matter if they're on stage or if they're helping with tickets and refreshments. I want them to feel included. It's a collaboration. It's inclusive. And the whole process is a learning process. There are no easy answers for I didn't get the part or I messed up my monologue in front of everyone in class or my voice cracked at coffee house. There are no answers for that except to lovingly look at the situation, accept yourself, give yourself a good hug and say, the next time I'll see what happens. You mentioned uh, some mindfulness techniques Mm -hmm. um, for uh, sort of a pre- fearful situation uh, Mm -hmm. process. Can you give me an example of of one or two of those things that you would recommend for students to, when they're fearful about something, how to overcome that? Sure. One of the, one of the, the things I'm most grateful for here at the Harley School is that, that we are able to teach mindfulness in education within this classroom and, and, and access the training. I've had years and years of training, and it correlates tremendously with the performing arts process. So what I, I, Reinforce. I reinforce the these mindful audition techniques every day in the classroom, and that is of carrying yourself in a mindful body, which is is aware and present and quiet and still, so that you become accustomed to what you're feeling. So if before an audition you have the case of the nerves or the jitters or you can't breathe, we work hard on what it feels like to be grounded, grounded to the floor, the heaviness in your feet, uh, and then what it feels like to take a few deep breaths. And I think it's a process that it can't happen just right at before you audition, but that you have to practice this as well. So I'm very grateful that I can practice it with them during the day in class. But I would ask them to remember their grounding work and their stillness and their quiet and their inner sense of what it feels like to breathe deeply and that clears their head and it doesn't erase anything it doesn't erase nerves but it makes us recognize them and it makes us able to handle the situation while while being nervous while being agitated in some way mm-hmm. Uh, And I think those are great lessons for everyone, not just for middle school students getting ready for a performance. (laughs) I Uh, use them every day. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Before the the kids come in the classroom, I am ready for them. (laughs) That's perfect. (laughs) In a mindful way. Um, So this group of, of this age group, there are lots of different sort of skill sets and ways of approaching things. There are certainly kids who love to be on stage in in front of hundreds of people. Mm -hmm. Um, And and then there are those who who clearly would be very fearful of that. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've talked a bit about about the kids who, who might be fearful of coming on stage. What about those kids who are really confident about that, uh, but maybe, uh, you know, apprehensive about trying tap dancing or, or something else? How do you um, work with individual students to mm-hmm. keep them challenged uh, and, again, keep them taking risks when, when things, some things might not be a risk for them? Sure. Well, the beauty about having drama in the curriculum is in middle school is that the kids have to come to class. <laughs> you know, I say that, but, but they show up, they have to show up. And so I, I take that opportunity to present many sides of what it 
feels like um, and what drama is. We actually go through an exercise. What is drama? Drama is being six feet tall in the fifth grade is what Shaquille O'Neal says on something that we listen to. And I say, imagine that being six feet tall and you're, you're 10 years old. That's dramatic. Dramatic um, drama is, is going 120 miles an hour around a racetrack. Drama is also um, listening to your friend get bullied. Um, drama is is not doing so well on on that test and expecting that you were going to do a little bit better. So um, I try to present the world of theater to them because that's our class. But I also present um, speaking skills and production skills. So for instance, in seventh grade drama um, and the middle school show, um, they want to be a part of it. They want to be with their friends. They want to be co- collaborating with this this big theatrical event that the middle school is doing, yet they're not comfortable speaking out on stage. So I have found gems of talent in costume design and in props and in assistant directing and assistant um, choreographing uh, and and taking attendance and being being helpful uh, around rehearsals and in the classroom and and also I tell some of the athletes that sit there and go all oh, I really am interested in basketball and I, and I present to them what are you going to look like when you walk up on stage and you accept your trophy and need to say a few words thanking your coaches and your teammates for their support. So let's practice that. So I try to be inclusive with all the theatrical skills from movement to speech and vocalism and presentational skills. We even do in seventh grade speech and debate. Uh, And the kids love it because they get to speak about something they are passionate about. And we learn how to politely uh, speak to each other. So, So we try to encourage the uniqueness of, of each student in the performing arts. And I really haven't talked about all the other performing arts we have here, be it band, chorus, and orchestra. Um, these kids also have process in, in learning how to practice. And, and that wonderful word, uh, the middle school read a book called Grit, but that perseverance and that grit to play that scale up and down. 10 times and get your muscles um, used to that flexibility in the scale or to sing that lovely song in choir without having to look at the words and to and to take um, the risk at a concert of, no, I've memorized the words and I now know I'm going to be able to stand up there and sing it without looking at the words and that feeling of accomplishment. So within the performing arts, there are daily risks that these kids take to be present in the arts, which I think is fabulous. I think it's fabulous as well. And I, I think this conversation has been fabulous. Yes. Um, is fun. there anything that, that we didn't get to that you wanted to cover? Uh, I don't I, I don't think so. I think the, the performing arts is a great outlet for kids to learn about risk-taking because daily you're presented with avenues where you have to extend yourself if we want to say perform either be it practicing your scales singing a solo in choir standing up and clearly stating your your monologue for your class auditioning for a part in the middle school production to having the confidence that you can run the light and soundboard in in the tech rehearsals for either coffee house or for the middle middle school show, I haven't talked enough about the kids that work tech here, and they're amazing. And I and I 
am just bowled over by their confidence. And I know one girl that has been through our tech program and, and she said, you know, it's pretty easy now, but the first time I did it, I was so scared I was going to press the wrong button. And, and now she is confident and is running shows for me. Yeah, as as an AV photo video person, I can tell you that it, it isn't, you're not always out front with it, but mm-hmm. when something goes wrong, everyone knows, so right. it can be terrifying. It might, but it might be a big mistake, but it's a mistake, and life happens after the mistake. And if we can show the kids that they can press the right button right after they press the wrong button for the lighting panel and the show goes on, the show always goes on in theater, no matter what mistakes we make. I think that's that's an excellent place for us to end. Thank you so much for taking time You're today. Welcome. I really appreciate it. Thank Thanks you. for having me. Thanks for joining us today on Joy in Learning, the Harley Schools podcast. We look forward to sharing interesting stories, discussing educational topics, and exploring ideas with you on our next episode. See you again soon.